What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of This Hits Different, hosted by yours truly, Riley Nelson. Um, guys, I'm playing with my new camera today, and this is so fun. It has a face tracker. Um, so if you're watching the video, you can see it. Um, the interview is not going to be in such great quality, but the next one will be. Um, finally, I have my camera. I'm so excited to play with it, but look at this. It has a face tracker on it. So wherever I go, the camera follows me, which is pretty cool. I'm hands-free. Okay, I'll stop being a dork about this. Okay, um, what is new, guys? I I know that I released already, but like it just feels like I haven't done this in a while. Um, I don't know, for you, you probably listen back-to-back, -back, so it sounds real quick. But for me, it's been like a few weeks. And... I get so sad when it's been a few weeks because I'm like, I miss you guys. Um, I miss like performing and podcasts and, you know, all the mushy gushy shit. Um, but yeah, anyways, Thanksgiving was good. Uh, I don't think I've talked about Thanksgiving yet. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys all about it. I went this year. Um, I went to Blackout Wednesday and I actually had such a good time. I ran into a lot of people from high school. and It was like really weird because it was like all the kids that I grew up with that were in my grade all of their older and younger siblings was there, mostly younger, which was really weird because all the younger siblings were there. And I don't know, like I just kept like almost running up to them and being like, oh my God, hey, so-and-so. And then I realized it's their little brother or little sister. And it just like really freaked me out. Honestly, it was so weird. Um, but yeah, but it was, a lot, yeah, I actually had a lot of fun. We, we went to my aunt's house for Thanksgiving. I'm not sure if y'all saw or not, but we had our little like family rant thing. It's this thing that we started last year where we sit down and we film like we would like a reality TV show. And you know how they have those confessionals. So each person takes a turn going into the confessional and we just make up and like spew bullshit about each other. And it's so much fun because we just get to like kind of roast each other. But like also we're all laughing. We're all coming up with everything like together. Um, but yeah, we filmed a ton of TikToks. And then we spent the night at my aunt's house, hot tub. I might have overindulged in some wine. Next day we got up and we went to Austin. And uh, we drove down to Austin. My cousins live there. So we went and stayed with them. Um, and then our families, we all went to the Tech UT game and... I'm talking about Texas, not Tennessee, you guys. So if you're listening to this, UT stands for Texas because Tennessee is... Anyways. Um, so we go to the game. We like pre-gamed and stuff. We went to um, this bar. I don't remember what it's called. And we went and got drinks. We were taking shots, you know, just going a little crazy. And then my cousins and I went to the game and... Um, we, oh, what did we do at the game? We, like, we went up into the student section. Um, my, my cousins had gotten, my sister and I, um, they had gotten us the student pass. Oh, my God. They had gotten us the student passes. And so we all went and sat in the student section. And, y'all, this was actually, like, the first college football game that I've, I think I've ever been to. Other than, I guess I went to my, I went to my grandpa's college town, but this was like a true, like 
college football experience. You know what I mean? So um, it was a lot of fun. But like by halftime, we were like, okay, let's go. Let's go get drunk. So we leave and um, we go meet our parents at this bar in Austin and get like drinks. We get shots. There's like a food truck out back. So we get some food. But partying with parents is so fun. Like the parents are so unhinged and they have the money to be unhinged. So it's great because they're like buying us shots. They're buying all of our drinks. Saw some people from like a long time ago that I haven't seen. Um, and now that I'm looking at the camera, I'm realizing how messy my room is and how you can totally see that on the video. But that's okay. I digress. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it was just a really good time, like getting to hang out with my family and getting to bond and, you know, do whatever. So we had a really fun time this weekend. Um, Friday night was so wholesome. It was like, we were with friends and uh, everyone came over. We made pizza and then we watched a movie and talked a bunch like me and my girlfriends. And then I went to sleep early. I think I was asleep at 1030 on Friday. I was exhausted, busy week going. Um, but yeah, so um, then Saturday, Saturday was feral. We were talking about going out for a few days and like, all of us, it's like, you know what if your friend group is like all in that headspace of like, it's time, like we're gonna do this and we're gonna do it. It was that kind of vibe. So Saturday, we went and tried out this new bar in Nashville. It's called uh, Blind Barber. Uh, it, I think it's based out of New York, uh, but my roommate was so excited. She loves the one in New York. The one in Nashville was a lot of fun. It's like a speakeasy where like you walk in, it looks like a barber shop, and then like you go through this back door and then it takes you to like this really nice bar and lounge area. There's like a DJ, there's like a space for a dance floor. It was a lot of fun. I, we actually really liked it. We did get there like kind of early in the night, so it was a little dead, but like, it was fun. Then we went to um, Pushing Daisies, of course. I feel like I live there. Um, and we got drinks and we were just dancing. This is when like the feralness started to like unleash. We were just like dancing like crackheads, honestly. And it was like really funny. It was just like fun, like having girls night. Like girls night is so, girls night is so like, special like w girls will go out together we won't talk or look at a single man we will literally just dance with one another and just have fun like how special is that um but yeah so then night progressed we went to barstool and always I'm always there we know this um hung out there for a bit and then I went to Luke's and I met up with my coworker because the girls were ready to go home and I was still having fun so then we went to Luke's and then I went Luke's closed. So then me and my coworker went back to Barstool and then they like closed it everything. And there was like a pizza place across the street. So we only got pizza. And then I am just, I don't know. I didn't go to sleep until like 4.30 yesterday, y'all. That's why this episode is coming out late is because I slacked so bad yesterday. I was supposed to record the intro and put the episode together. I already have it edited. So it's like a quick piece together but like I was so exhausted I literally couldn't muster up the energy to do this so that's why it's Monday at four o'clock and the episode is still not out but whenever you listen to this I promise it's gonna be out by tonight guys I'm so sorry um it was just a rough day for me yesterday because I was 
so hungover because I'm so fun. But also, I don't ever want to make like let that get in the way of the podcast because this is number one. So anyways, um, okay. Another thing that I need to talk about is I have a book recommendation for you all. If you haven't read this already, which I feel like you probably have because all of y'all are so stunning, beautiful, gorgeous, and hot girls read books. And um, I feel like y'all probably do, but like, okay, I might be late on this, but A Court of Thorns and Roses, you guys, you guys, I haven't been so invested in a book in a long time. Don't get me wrong. I love to read. I've read a ton over the past year or so. But this book series has really done it for me. I mean, like, it is so fucking good. Like, people said that they didn't like book one. And I was like, what are you talking about? I loved book one. But, like, now that, like, book two... My heart, my heart. I literally was so in love with these characters. Book three, Akawar, A Court of Wings and Ruin, fucking wrecked me. The last hundred pages are the most stressed that I have ever felt in my entire life. I was reading this at work on Saturday. Um, it was like a super slow day. If you're anyone from my work, I'm so sorry, but I was reading because there was only one esthetician in. I did all my work for the week. I'm sorry, but I was reading at work. And I like, I read this book and I kid you not, I was like panicked. Like I was breathing heavy. My heart rate was up. I was so invested in the last hundred pages. I mean, don't get me wrong. The whole series is amazing, but the last hundred pages specifically fucking wrecked me. I was sobbing, sobbing, reading them. I literally was like, I'm not okay. Like I was about to start hyperventilating. Um, and I'm now reading the fourth book. Um, and I've just heard that even though the first three are great, like I've heard it kind of jumps to like another character arc. Maybe I don't know, but I guess it's time, but I'm also like so obsessed that I don't ever want it to end. But you know what? It's okay. I'm going to keep reading. We're going to see how it goes. I'm the, the Akatar series, you guys, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Fucking pick it up and read it. And next on my list is The Fourth Wing. I think that's what it's called. Um, everybody's talking about that book and book talk has been popping off about it. So that's what I'm going to read next, probably. I just don't know if I can love, and everyone keeps saying that that one's better, but like, I don't know if I can love a book series as much as I love this one because I'm so connected with the characters. So anyways, there's that. Um, speaking of A Court of Thorns and Roses, I heard, actually I saw on, I guess like TikTok and then I looked it up, but Hulu has picked up A Court of Thorns and Roses and I think they're making a show because if they make a movie, I'm going to be fucking pissed because it's way too much. I truly believe that this book has the capability of going to the next level like Game of Thrones. And I'm honestly a little pissed that Hulu picked it up because Hulu, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I love you, but I don't want you to fuck this one up because this one is so good. But Game of Thrones, like I, I, I just kind of wish HBO got it. I'm sorry, Hulu, I know, but I just feel like HBO has a bigger budget. I feel like they can actually do it the way that it should be. Because if, if this book isn't done right, 
it can look really stupid. And I know that. So I am just dying, begging, please. First off, this book series needs to be a show. We cannot be doing a movie. It, we will not be able to get enough coverage. So first off, it has to be a show. Second off, it has to be done right. Graphics have to be good. Otherwise, it's going to fucking suck. So um, anyways, if anyone is working at Hulu and needs a, a coordinator or somebody to help, like a creative director for this book slash TV show, um, please hit me up. I would love to help you guys out because I am obsessed if you haven't started A Court of Thorns and Roses and you've been thinking about it, do it. It's the best thing I've ever done. When I tell you guys for the past few weeks, I have completely skipped going out to stay in and read. I, I'm not kidding. I Friday and Saturday night, like two weekends in a row actually I did this, where I fully stayed in, sat on my couch all night and read these books. That's how good they are. So... I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with my fairy books. Um, I think I'm like a fantasy girl now. Um, but yeah, so enough about that. I'm going to, um, hang on, I'm going to pull this up. We're going to talk today about Lo. She's a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, California. While residing in Nashville, Lo has gigged and toured as a background vocalist with We the Kingdom, Lennon Stella, and Jesse Wilson. In addition, she's done background vocal work for Chris Stapleton, Kaylee O, Tori Kelly, and more while pursuing her career as a solo artist. In October 2019, Lo released her debut EP, Dawn, a robust neo-R&B project steeped in captivating lyrics and emotional vocal arrangements. Lo, holy shit. Oh, okay. I think I knew this. Oh, my God. I'm like reading her like bio right now. I'm like, oh my God, Popoff's sister. Um, Lo went to win a Grammy with the Fisk Jubilee Singers as vocalist on the album Celebrating Fisk, the 150th anniversary album. As she continues to foster real personal music, Lo's singular goal is to use the gift that God has given her to touch as many hearts as possible. So you guys, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the episode with Lo Norrell. Okay, guys, I'm hopping on here real quick. Something happened with the beginning of the interview. I don't know what. I don't understand how it happened, um, but that audio is not usable. However, um, the first part of this interview, audio is not great because I had my camera set up, thank God. Um, so I'm pulling the audio from that. It's not amazing. I know that. But just wait. The real audio will kick in, and I'm so sorry for this it's really annoying and kind of embarrassing sorry guys um but i'm human i make mistakes and uh the intro i don't know something happened with the beginning of the interview so sorry about that bye guys it is the moment that you have all been waiting for i'm joined here today with the one the only lo norrell yes welcome <laughs> to this hits different thank you um we're so excited. I'm like, we're, it's literally just me. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, I, you know, was referred to you by Jemaya and Amber Ace, who yes, are alums of the podcast, girls. who we love very much. Love. Um, but we are here today to talk about your upcoming project. Yes. It's going to be coming out early next year. Early next year. Um, I'm shooting for the spring. Mm-hmm. 
uh, early March. Yeah. Um, all the songs are finished, so I'm basically just focusing on the visuals and the rollout and trying to get that ready to go so I can just release and just post, 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 post. Exactly. freaking out. Yes. Like last minute trying to make TikToks and like yes. work. Yes, which yeah. has been my issue. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. Okay. I want to start from the beginning with you. Okay. Tell me about your journey with music and mm-hmm. what made you decide to take the leap to do music full time. Good question. Okay, so from the top. I have loved singing. I've loved music since I was a little girl, since I can remember. Always writing songs, writing books, poems, any type of writing that I loved and enjoyed. I've always been kind of fairly shy, so it's always been a thing, like trying to break out of that. Um, And then I, oh, I live, I'm from California, Mm -hmm. from L.A. I never really did anything musically out there except for like auditioning for certain singing shows like The Voice and uh, X Factor. Oh, I forgot about X Factor. Horrible, horrible experiences. <laughs> I had the worst experiences. Did you do the cattle calls? Or was, was it like where you, where they do like the big auditions, which is really just for filming? Girl, I didn't make it past yeah. the, <laughs> the um, huge line where you go with her and my dad and we went in line. I've been waiting yeah. for hours, tired, haven't eaten, get in there. It's like a, a huge court, like in the stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so mine, when it's I a bunch did, of boots. Yeah, when I did mine, it was at, a, like, Minute Mart, or Minute, Minute Maid um, oh, okay. in Houston, where I'm from Houston. So, oh, awesome. Um, it was at Minute Maid Park, and they, like, you wait forever, and then you finally get into wait, the stadium. Wait, you Yeah. What'd you do? Long, uh, I think... That was for American Idol. Oh, wow. Um, but then a few years later, I did get reached out to by, like, a PR person. Ooh. And I actually did get, like, a few interviews. I got kind of close to the TV airing, but then I got ghosted. Yeah, <laughs> girl. But, um, yes, yeah, so huge stadium, all the boots or whatever. I walked in, I'm like, ah. They're like, no. <laughs> no, you didn't even, like, sing your song. No. no, so that was my first experience. But also looking back, I'm like, okay, I didn't have any type of identity as far as my artistry. Like, they were probably just like, no, she's not an artist. But I literally would say, ah, and they're like, no, thank you. Uh, so that was my first experience. They didn't even let you get, like, 30 seconds Girl, in the song? No, what? Not. They said we have things to do, so. Wow. Um, going on, this is, this all comes together at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I do The Voice a couple years later. Um, same experience. I auditioned online. Then went in person, got called in. I sang like half a song and they weren't even paying attention or anything. Mm-hmm. So it was like another horrible experience. After that, I was like, I'm quitting music. I'm done. It's not for me. I'm like 16. I'm like, it's not for me. This Dude, this is so dramatic. You're like, it's just yeah. not in the cards. Yeah. Fast forward to I'm 18, applying for colleges, whatever. I've never left California. My best friend. Please, you should come out here with me. I've never visited this, never been to Nashville. I was just like, whatever, I'll fly. Mm-hmm. Got in, left the state with her. Got there. I'm like, okay, great. And then I started pursuing music in like 2017, full, full time. Mm-hmm. My friend Chris Hatch, who went to Fisk, heard me sing, I like heard me play around. He was like, you need to do more than mm-hmm. what you're doing. So that's basically how it started. So I gave up until Chris Hatch. Jubilee. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'll always give props. Did you join uh, the Fist Jubilee Singers at all? I did. 
That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that was another thing that changed my life. I got to travel out of the country for the first yeah. time. And um, I learned how to sing in a different way, mm -hmm. like with more control, more discipline. Yeah. You know, without all the kicks and the gimmicks and everything, but just yeah. learning how to like be a vocalist. I'm still learning, but that was like the start of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my life changed since. What year did you graduate? Um, 2016. No, okay. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, wow. Um, that's like a really cool thing, though, to have on your resume because they're so, like, historic, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Huge, huge part of Nashville. Um, the reason why Nashville is called Music City. Jemiah taught me that, and uh -huh. I was like... Yes, damn. I was like, what? I was yeah, like... I and I looked into that. it, and I was like, holy shit, you're yeah. right. Like... Because they went and played for the Queen. Yeah. And That's crazy. Like, you must be from Music City. You know, or Nashville must be Music City or whatever. And so it started from that point on. I didn't know that until I became a Jubilee speaker. So. Really? Yeah. What were like some of the things? I'm just out of curiosity now. Like, What are some of the things that you got to do with that? Yeah. Like, um, I got to travel to Germany and tour Germany to sing. Um, so y'all are like, like touring musicians too. Oh, yeah. So what does like a tour look like in Germany? Like how many nights? Like what is that theaters? Like I'm so intrigued. Tell me all about this. Yeah, we were there for a week. Um, we sang basically in just different cathedrals in the yeah in Germany. We went to Berlin. We went to wow. um, we went in, uh, Leipzig. This was years. Oh ago. yeah yeah yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm very uncultured in European. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know any cities. It was beautiful, but we. We basically just went and sang a cappella in these different churches and just, it wasn't even for specific crowds. We just sang and waited for crowds to come in. They would just hear us from outside. I think one or two crowds were planned, but for the most part, we got our crowds by just singing a cappella in yeah. these huge cathedral, these churches, and people just file in and enjoy it, basically. That's so cool. Yeah. That's like a really, really unique experience. Mm -hmm. I so I did a lot of that, yeah, and open mics, and then it kind of just yeah. What has your experience been like doing music in Nashville? Honestly, it's been great. I yeah. I found myself musically and my identity as an artist here, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have anywhere else. Um, I think it's been Nashville has been my I always call it a boot camp for mm -hmm. me because I feel like it's been great practice yeah um as far as me being r&b like an r&b artist my experience there isn't a lot of resources for r&b here unfortunately mm -hmm. um which i think is coming yeah thankfully. i, I really i really do believe that it's coming mm -hmm. because obviously nashville is like known for country and stuff yeah but like even pop and rock and R&B, like, it's everybody from L.A. and New York is moving here. Yes. And they're, like, starting their own things. So mm -hmm. even though it's probably taking a little bit longer, like, I really feel like the next few years, like, Nashville is fully going to be, like, just a music city. I like, truly LA hope so. Like, L.A. has, like, film as well. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. Nashville is going to be the hub for music. Yeah. Like, New York is fashion. New York has a little bit of everything. You know, you can do film and music out there. Right. And then L.A., I feel like, is, like, film and music. music. But, like, there's no place that's just music. You know, I mean, maybe right. Austin, too, might mm -hmm. be on the come up as well. But I really... That's a good point. I really feel like Nashville is the place to be. Everybody is moving I agree. here. 
I agree. And I, I see that for Nashville. I think it could possibly take a minute, but I see that. I think if Nashville would have just accept what it is. Like, yeah. there are so many different genres here already. Yeah. We just got to, like, yeah, open our hearts and minds and arms to it. Yeah. And, yeah, it'll be great. I think so, too. And like you said, a lot of people from L.A. are moving here. Um, I know there's a lot of back and forth. Like, people from Nashville moving to LA or Atlanta but then there's a lot of like hopping back and forth which I think is like yeah. the main goal like that's I feel a like a lot of cities are kind of known for different genres like yeah like I feel like Atlanta is like R&B Nashville's hip-hop. country LA's pop Houston yeah. is like hip-hop rap yeah um you know I feel like there's a good blend what's that Portland is like rock. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I feel like for yeah. or, no wait, Portland or Seattle, one of those over there. One of them <laughs> is like really known for rock because like Nirvana area. and all of them came out of there. I think. Exactly. Um, Love Nirvana. Me too. Um, but yeah, so I feel like you know while Nashville is like known for country, I do think that things are moving. I yeah, I think in the next twenty years it's gonna be hundred percent. Like my goal is to be back and forth. Yeah. Like I want to be hopping around yeah um but i i see that for nashville and hopefully less than 20 years yeah but honestly in 20 years it should be like i think it'll be like fully set established. in stone like i think 100%. we're already like making moves that yeah. way um okay so <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about your music um your <clears throat> latest release came out in july it's yes. called draft pick draft pick can you tell me a little bit about this song yes draft pick um so basically, before I released it, um, I wrote it, I believe it was the top of this year. I usually sit on songs for a while, but mm-hmm. I just wrote this song. Um, I was telling uh, a few people, A.B., who's the producer, and Frank, or A.B. Eastwood and Frank Rose. They're mm-hmm. both producers um, for a draft pick. And I told them, I was like, I need a summer song like I need a song that hits I need something that like gets people bouncing a little Mm -hmm. bit you know what I'm saying um and they were like okay bet (laughs) made draft pick and then I was in the studio and I wrote it quickly it it was pretty fast like like, we knew it was a yeah on top of that yes I love hearing different songwriters creative process oh yeah some people it's not always that way yeah some people are like no I need to write the lyrics some people are like I need to do it at the same time Mm -hmm. some people are like I need the music first and then I can write the lyrics so I'm always fascinated to like hear what oh yeah artists it's different every time for me sometimes um AB or Frank or both of them will have a beat that they've already made and I'll, I'll hear it I'm like send that to me right at home yeah. or I'll write at the studio but at that point I was like I was listening to it in the studio and I was like oh this is a hit like this is it we all knew yeah it's and a so, good song yeah I started writing the hook immediately and then I brought my friend uh Bryant Taylor in mm-hmm. and he helped write on it with me and he put a little like background vocals in the back um and then I went in to record the second verse that I had, and our friend uh, Ron Gilmore was in the studio already. So we walked in. He was actually supposed to leave, but he heard the song and he was like, "Okay." He was like, "What's this?" And then he helped me write the second verse. So it was, it was honestly the Big first collaborative song. effort. Yeah, that was that's the first song I've ever done where it's been that collaborative. I I'm love usually that. like, I, I mean, write that by myself. Comes out, yeah, yeah. In the song, I think 
draft pick needed that collaborative effort too yeah to make it what it was so that's awesome so draft pick is going to be on your next project yes um it's coming out sometime next year hopefully Mm -hmm. spring Spring. that's what we're shooting for yeah um So are you, how many songs are going to be on this project? Are you going to, is it considered an EP, an album? What's, what's the deal on that? Yeah. Um, it's considered an EP. Okay. I'm going to have for sure five songs. I mean, I'm sorry, for sure four songs. If I decide to add a fifth one, because that's just how I am sometimes. Do a deluxe version and then drop a fifth Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking of doing four songs and then a Mm -hmm. deluxe, maybe two, three more songs. Um, and draft pick will be on there. Uh, definitely an EP. It's going to be called Me Time, which is basically going to represent the fact that I'm an introvert and um, also, on the other hand, represent the fact that it's like my time to shine. It's like my moment. I'm trying to like sit in that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I love that. So it's pretty um, self explanatory. Can we talk a little bit about being an introvert? Yes, we can. What are you? Yes. I don't feel like you're very shy. I know. People always say, like, you're not, I'm not shy. Yeah. But introverts I'm, recharge alone. Yes. So, like, that's, like, technically the meeting. Right. Exactly. I I guess I'm an ambervert, but I lean more toward being an introvert, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I I don't mind. Actually, no, I do mind. I'm not a fan of huge crowds. Yeah. I like a good, intimate moment. Yes. Like this, I can do all day. Yes. I can do a couple more people. I mm-hmm. love a good like girl night. Yeah. Couple, you know, guy night, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Depend guy With friends. The boys. <laughs> yeah. I I love all that. But if it's like, let's go to the club, sure. But <laughs> that's so funny because like, I'm so like, let's go to the club. <laughs> right, right. I love people like you because I don't have to like exert that energy. Like you can do mm. it for us. Yeah. You can do it for the both of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am definitely an introvert. I love my alone time. I go and eat by myself. I oh, go and have a drink by myself. You know, <laughs> I, I, love it. I intentionally have to push myself to do those kind of things. Really? Because that is so unnatural to me. Yeah. I'm an extrovert. And for a long time, I was like, no, I'm a, like, I'm like an ambivert. I'm both. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, <laughs> you're an extrovert. I have FOMO. Like mm-hmm. I like, I have the worst FOMO. Like when I and I do is, have a little bit of This is where social media like is kind of toxic for me. That's what it is. Yes. When I see that people are out and I'm not there, like I watch people's stories and they're out like at the club my or life is over. at a bar. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Oh my God. I need to be I there. Suck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, get up, get dressed, yeah. go. Like it feels you, like you're missing yeah. years. Yes. And like I'm that friend that like you could call up at like 10, 11 o'clock and be like, Do you want to go to Broadway? I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I Absolutely literally I'm like, not. I'm like, like girl, to to it's, yeah, it's past nine. Yes. <laughs> I'm in the bed. I no, but like I wish I was I like love, that. I wish I was like that. I, I wish. Mm-mm. It's it's a it's dangerous for me because I I do burn out, mm-hmm. but I will push myself to the point where like I should just rest. Yeah. And I don't sit. Yeah. yeah. I don't like I don't know. I hate be still. Like this past weekend. So um I was sick last week and I'm still having like sinus stuff from it. But yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. I had to like reschedule. Oh, hang on. I need to figure out how to like make it not do this. I always keep my eye on this. It does keep recording. But that would be one time, one time it like stopped recording and it just scared the shit out of me. What's what's 
This is GarageBand. They Nothing. updated GarageBand. I feel like this one is so outdated. I used to use Gar- Oh, maybe it's the computer. No, it's maybe it's really the, the computer set. Like maybe the Samsung is. I don't know. It's yeah. Um, I got some other stuff. I'm gonna like play around with some other platforms, but I know GarageBand. It works. So oh, yeah. we're just gonna I do used that. To write on GarageBand. Like GarageBand really? is it. People try to play GarageBand, but beginners, if you're just starting out writing, singing, use GarageBand. Don't let people tell you. No, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Yes, <laughs> because they've updated. Oh, my gosh. They've updated it so much that I feel like you can kind of do the same. OK, I'm not an engineer, but I feel like, it, <laughs> it, you know, it does the same thing as everything else. Yeah, it does. And it's free. Um, well, I guess not free, but it comes with like a Mac. So yeah. if you have a Mac, it's free, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're an introvert. I, uh, this is not music related, but what am I ever? I mean, I love to talk about the music and stuff, but I also love to talk about like personal life and dating and stuff. So we're making a podcast. Like we're just talking. We're just talking. Side by side. I know. I try to like normally forget that the camera's there. Um, okay. So what was, I'm just so curious. What was dating like for you as an introvert? Was it hard or Dating, what, what was it like? Dating has never been hard. Honestly, okay, as an introvert, that's such a good question. I've never been asked that. I'm trying to figure out if being an introvert has affected my dating life at all. Um, <clears throat> possibly, maybe, mm-hmm. as far as like meeting guys. Because I'm not a, well, I'm married now, but I wasn't a go up to the guy type of gal. Yeah. So I would only date guys who were, that's not true. Nope. Okay. One, <laughs> one, one guy, he was more introverted than me. Oh. And that, and we didn't work out because yeah. that was. Cause were yeah. you like initiating everything? Yeah. And yeah. I'm not, I'm pretty dominant, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I don't like to initiate. Some women do. Like yeah. some women are like, I want to initiate every single thing. Like I want to have that, power or whatever but i don't know i didn't do I, well with that i <clears throat> will make the first move in the sense of like i will find a way to invite you to come talk to me right but smart if i if there's a guy and like i i also have walked up to guys and like started conversation but like i'm immediately reading if they're interested if they're not interested yeah. and i can like get a gauge on that i walk away i'm not yeah. gonna chase you and then same thing with like playing games like Oh, I don't play games oh, like no. to the point where like it. my dad's like maybe you should like because just a couple <laughs> because I'm like no I like you why would I me too why would I pretend that I don't I'm the type of person I'm not I was always a one guy type I tried so hard to like play around I can't you know, have a date a couple different I can't because I'm first of all I don't even care that much mm-hmm. so if I'm locked in enough to date you then I'm locked in yeah you know what I mean? i'm yes. not like a flirty like let's because most some dudes just irritate me like it's irritating <laughs> you're telling me <laughs> i don't have time for three irritating dudes at, at <laughs> once time. i can't no i literally like i i'm the same way i can't play the field i like Impossible. normally don't have a roster that's like the term right now mm-hmm. but like i because once i like have nothing my against eyes, it though no once I have I my eyes roster, set on a guy, I am like, that's all I can think about. Yeah. But then I do like, it is important. I feel like, like I'm like a have, lion that 
other options. So I'm not so focused on one, but I obviously have a favorite. Right. And so, like, for me, I end up just naturally kind of, like... Flocking to... Not yeah, flocking, like, but, but, like, disappearing. Not do, do, ghosting, do, do. but just kind of being like, eh, I'm not really, like, interested in them. Like, I for want sure. this guy. For sure. But that hasn't worked out for yeah. me yet, so... I think... <laughs> <laughs> so... So maybe I should try pending, a new approach. Pending. Yeah. Any extroverted guy that has tried to um, talk to me or date me or whatever, I feel like it never works because I haven't had great interactions with extroverted guys they're always like a little too also if you're too extroverted as a guy i'm like what what's your what's your motive like why do you have so much energy right why are you smiling so much like there's something about yeah i love a good shy nerdy i you know not too shy where you can't speak but just yeah yeah like you you need to be able to have a conversation with me right but but not in everyone's face exactly Uh uh-uh I like the in everyone's face guy. It's bad, but um, well, they're charming, very charming, and that's dangerous. But you would work with an in your face type of guy. I don't know okay. if I would because I like to be the center of attention. That's true, and I don't want someone else Anybody to steal my shine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I feel like a lot of the guys that I've liked have had very big personalities. Yeah. There's been a few guys that I've liked that are introverts, but then I feel because I am so extroverted and like more dominant are you okay (laughs) i feel like i become the the masculine energy in the relationship Uh, and i feel like i can very easily slip into masculine energy Mm -hmm. because that's just like how i am i'm a dominant person i'm loud i you know i don't know if you know the enneagram or not i feel like this is a very natural thing learned about it like two years ago (laughs) yeah days ago no two years well i'm okay heard about it two years ago but i (laughs) I just learned about it a decade ago yeah no okay two years ago but that's not long because i just heard about it yeah but i didn't know that it was such an important thing yeah until this year i love the enneagram i like use it as such a big tool i'm an enneagram 817 so i'm what do you think i am Mm. my friend franny is like a big enneagram girl and she told me a number that she thinks I am, but I'm not sure. Okay, I have a, I have. You probably have to ask him questions. I have two though. thoughts. Yeah, let's keep going, and then I'll like. Okay. Okay. Do it, but I think, I'm thinking, either a, well, actually now I'm seeing three, three numbers, that could be potentials. Okay. We can wait till the end. Okay. We yeah. Can save that let's for keep the, going. Yeah, yeah. I need to know let's more see. about your habits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know um, anything. No, but I'm an eight wing seven and it's like eight so to a T. Okay. So basically what in eights are like, we can be really toxic if we are not in a healthy state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of eights can be very mean. Um, I actually don't get along with, a, not a lot, but there are some friends that I have, not friends, but like people that mm-hmm. I see out who are Enneagram eights. And they are so toxic. Really? And they're so mean to people. Oh, gosh. And that's what eights get the reputation like for. No. You and here's give, why. You don't give me I've mean done, energy. Yeah. I've done years and years of therapy. I know that's right. So I I can be that way. I really like deny vulnerability, mm-hmm. which we're working on. Um, actually, I feel like, I, no, you I know what? I take it back. I have a hard time with vulnerability. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm finally, like, good and comfortable with vulnerability. Yeah. But it wasn't for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um it was just like a 
wall I put up that like no one could penetrate. Yeah, life. And because I'm extroverted, people thought that they knew me. Right. But oh, that's because I share a lot. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, yeah. you don't know me. You know, yeah. like so I I don't know. It was you share what you what want to share. About? We were talking about dating. Oh, yeah. So I like feel like I can lean dating. into like masculine energy and like right. kind of take charge and kind of lead because like when I like someone, I want to see them and like, yeah, I'm not going to be like, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, do you want to come hang out? Like, yeah, whatever. So I don't know. It's it's which I think is great, too. Yeah. Um, how did you meet your husband? I met him in the music scene of mm-hmm. Nashville. Yes, I um. Where did I meet meet him? Oh, I uh, had a session at my friend Rizzo's house. That's Rizzo. Where I, that's a good name. A great name. His name is Roz. I think his first, like his real name is Roz. That's also a really good name. I don't. Is Roz short for something? I gotta figure that. I out. I would assume it is. Maybe. But we call him but Rizzo. If, I love yeah, that. It, yeah, very. I love that name too. Walked into the session. Um, it, his name is Ab. My husband. Mm-hmm. He was coming out, mm-hmm. and we're just like, hey, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just met him. It was like super quick. And then I saw him again at this EP release show, mm-hmm. which this is so unlike me. I'm like, did I have a drink or something? I don't know. But I saw him from across the room and I'm like, <laughs> I felt comfortable enough to like go up to him, which isn't really. We were just talking my, about like, something yeah, that you that's, don't do. It's not my character. I go up to him. I'm like, hey, like, remember <laughs> me? <laughs> I'm like, remember me? I saw you the other day. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, hey, I'm like, good to see you. Like, and that was it. I remember walking away. I was like, I don't know why I just did that, but I just felt comfortable. Like, oh, I saw that him. Was, that was God telling you. Right. This is your I man. was like, go say hey. He gave you um, the confidence. Yeah. Then I saw him performing behind my friend Bryant Taylor at a show at Five Spot. Oh, that'll do it. Once you see a man on I stage know. like that, you're like, Aw. I was like, look at his sweet <laughs> spirit. He was up there just, he had, he was playing like a baby trumpet and playing the keys and just jumping around and being ridiculous in the best way. And I was like, look at how sweet he is. I was like, I got to get to know him. So that's basically how. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Oh, yes. that's so sweet. Um, does he influence your music at all? Yeah, I'd say so because he's produced most of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. he has some influence. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think before I met him, I wrote, I didn't know a lot of producers in mm-hmm. general. So I wrote a lot acoustically like me and my guitar Mm -hmm. um and then Rizzo was probably the only other producer I knew at that point that I actually worked with but um yeah AB has a lot of influence on my sound I'd say yeah he's taught me a lot as well yeah he like is part of the creation of it he's part of yeah he was there from the that's amazing from the time I started have that because he knows your sound he knows you he knows what you're gonna like and what you're not gonna like yes that's like the sometimes we butt heads Oh, I bet. In, in the studio, but yeah. heads, but yeah, it works. Like, take this off, and he's like, no. <laughs> right, yeah. Or no, it, it's more of he'll suggest something, and I'm like, no. Because <laughs> I'm an artist, so I'm like, I'm specific. Yeah. He's like, okay. You're like, it doesn't fit the brand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, like, with your music and stuff, what typically inspires you to write? I know with Draft Pick, that one was, like, a big collaboration effort, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun, and yeah. all of that, but... um. When you sit down to write, are you writing about your personal experiences? Are you writing about things that you watch your friends go through? Like, yeah. what is your inspiration typically? Uh, just that, actually. Yeah. I write about my own personal experiences. And I recently, I've been writing a lot about 
my friends. Yeah. Which is, and I've, I think I've just started to tell them one by one, like, this is about you. <laughs> yeah. But inspired by, not yeah. like every detail, but on my um, Project Dawn that I released in 2019, I wrote uh, this one song called Back In about my friends, about a season they were in at that time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell them it was about them at that time because it was just a very like sticky time yeah but it was such a good song really <laughs> I was like yeah that's, that's what it my... was real it was real life stuff yeah. you know and sometimes I don't have anything juicy enough going on yeah in my life and I'm so like you pull from others yeah most yeah. of the time I do like most of my songs are about me but I love writing about my friends too yeah it's probably hard being in what I assume is probably a healthy relationship um so and hard. trying to write love songs and heartbreak songs yeah and i bad mean bitch music when you're like fuck him and you're like but i love him and I'm right and he's amazing you right know? i'm trying to i just got to that point recently to where i'm like able to pull from other situations because yes i'm not in a fuck him season yeah <laughs> but you know i can just pull from other things but we've had our stuff like yeah. in the beginning of our relationship like we had our stuff and I pulled from that in the beginning. Nowadays, I really don't. I'm like, now I just have to move into writing about yeah. love songs. I don't have enough love songs anyway. Yeah. So I'm, um, you know, moving more into that. And if I need a, like an F-boy song, mm-hmm. I'll just ask a couple friends and they'll give me all, <laughs> for real. Give them all, yeah. They'll give I mean, me anything I need to know. Dating out here is rough, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, it's It's interesting. It's a lot of ghosting. Which is like so weird. Like I, I don't know. I is it the dating app? Bot? Like what's what is it? So I haven't been single in six years. So, I, so I have no idea what's. You're so blessed. <laughs> God I, is good, but yeah. Um. Okay. So it's. I don't want to be like, oh, it's meant, but it's like really shitty behavior. Yeah. Really shallow. Um. I think our culture is you know, immersed in, I think we just do a lot of like hookup culture. Yeah. And I think that. It's the time we're in. While I don't have like, you know, I've definitely had my fair share of hookups. Yeah. And like I've done it before, but like I'm not looking to do that anymore. Yeah. I settle have always not even settled down, but like I've always just been more of like a relationship girl. And yeah. I've, I've actually, ironically enough, never been in a real committed relationship. Mm-hmm. A lot of like, you know, those few You're months. You're still young though. I'm 23. Yeah. So I'm like still young, but it's young. just like, it's, I was just talking about this. So I did, I'm like doing an uh, about me episode where I'm like sharing my story because I've never really like fully shared it. So I just mm-hmm. did that as like a bonus episode. Oh, um, but I like kind of talked about how like at the time when my friends and everyone was starting to get like relationships and stuff, like I was just felt so left out. Cause like guys just weren't really into me, especially yeah. in high school. And even in college, I mean, at Belmont, like they always wanted my friends. It's always like, Hey, who's your friend? And I'm like, Okay. I have feelings too. Like, right. um, it's okay. I love myself. <laughs> yeah. Literally it's been a journey. Girl, been there. Um, but with dating, it's just been like, I'm not gonna lie, it's it's hard. Like yeah. I've I'm on the apps. Um, do I believe in them? Not really. But like I know some friends that have met good guys. Yeah, but then people keep saying that and then I get and on there and then happened. it just doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta like, filter, filter. Like for example, a uh like two weeks ago, I had a date planned and we he literally picked the place, picked the time, texted me that morning, okay. like talking about the date. 
comes like an hour before the day. Like I like didn't hear anything, and I was like, "Hey, are we still good?" And he didn't respond. And then came time for the date, and I wasn't gonna go because I was like, "I haven't heard from this guy." I was like, "If he doesn't respond by this time, like I'm not going to absolutely the bar that we're supposed to meet at." Um, And uh, yeah, he ended up basically standing me up. But then also like, no, fuck no, because that would be no. I no, if I don't. If I'm not like, I know the signs. It's happened enough times for me. Like, if we're not talking before, like communicating before, I don't know. But then, then we were like being petty, and we were like, "Let's fuck with him a little bit." Me and my friends. So we texted him, being like, "Hey, I'm here." Like, (laughs) so he would just like really feel like a dick. He didn't answer. Girl, (laughs) how disrespectful! Why? That's the thing (laughs) that I feel like I've been struggling with the most when it comes to dating. Is like the disrespect. Yeah. And it just feels. Let me down respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Like disrespectful of me, disrespectful of my time. time. Like not even that, but then there's also like really just bad behavior. Like, you know, trying to get like guys will try to get you to send them nudes. Like, oh, who, yeah. That on like whole dating thing. apps before you've even met. I'm like, why right. the fuck would I send you a naked and picture of myself? These times where things are getting leaked and that's sent. what I'm saying. Uh-uh. Fuck no. You that have to imagine. is for boyfriends. Use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> but then even then, the boyfriends, you become ex-boyfriends and then release your nudes. Um, besides the point, um, let me get my tea, too. Sorry, we have our tea. We're like tea. <laughs> going out the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That was perfect. Oh, that was, you put I, like the mic the, I wanted the mic. That's a good kind of like intro. I'm sure... I'm sure there's another podcast that does that where it's like oh the clinking yeah oh unfiltered do they <laughs> the coffee it's coffee time it's baby amazing. yeah yeah they do da, they da, do da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> I love that podcast it's so fun me too whenever I'm having a bad day you know what turn on unfiltered yeah okay can we talk I mean I know it's not out it's not going to be out by the time because this is going to come out probably in like a month I think it depends okay. on what my release schedule looks like yeah um. So the um, the project won't be out yet, but can we talk about some of the songs on it? Sure. And can you give like some teasers of like the vibe and like what you're going for? And yeah. Maybe a little bit of the story behind the EP and like why you chose to release the order that you did and all the other things. Of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's called Me Time. Um. The reason why I called it me time is because I feel like I'm in a season where I really, really know myself a lot more than I did. I'm way more vulnerable, I think. I'm way more um, confident and just in tune with my sexuality and just, you know, being married now and all that jazz. And I feel like I've always been very reserved. Mm -hmm. So... This EP is a little less reserved. It's still reserved. It's still very low, but it's not like, it's not like, ah, it's not giving Cardi B or anything, but it's a little more, you know. Maybe SZA. A little more grown. More SZA. Yeah. That's my girl. I love her. Oh my God, so So the four songs that I have right now on the project are Tequila, Draft Pick, which is out now, Don't Wait Up, and um, what's the third one? Oh, Show Me. Fourth one. Uh, fourth one show me <laughs> third new one fourth song yeah um tequila is about 
drunk love, making love mm-hmm. drunk. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Tequila is about making love while intoxicated. Um, I love it. Yeah, oh, I'm on. like, let's. Just, oh, it's okay. Oh yeah, still good. So that it doesn't do that. Yes. Um, god, we love a drunk love. Yes, moment. tequila. It's I've never written about that, but it's like something me and my girls just like. Not even about it could be. It's just okay. it's your perspective, but yeah. just in general, like making love while drunk. I feel like most people have done it. Me and my <laughs> girls talk about it, you know. So I was like, whatever, let's write about it. Second one is called "Show Me," which is basically about. Um, just giving a guy, not an ultimatum, but just tell, hey, show me what you're capable of. Like, do these things. Mm-hmm. You're talking all that talk. Yeah. Show me. Show me. Very simple. I love that. Yeah. I love that concept. Show me. Um, it's very. It's a very confident, selfish project. Okay. Which I love is that. what I love. I, it's is just it like, like draft pick is very just draft pick is empowering. uplifting. Like, I'm the one. So get with it type mm-hmm. vibe. Um, and Don't Wait Up is about specifically being an introvert. It sounds like a love song, but it's basically me telling my friends, don't wait up on me, I'll be at oh, home. Oh, I yeah. love that. And it, But it sounds like a love song. <laughs> like You wouldn't know unless you yeah. look at the lyrics. But I got it from just being in college, and my friends would always fry me because, you know, I would go out a lot of the times, mm-hmm. but there would be some days I'm like, Please don't wait up on me. I'm not coming. Yeah. Like, just, I have those days. You're like, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe. You're yeah. like, no, it's not happening. And the song kind of goes deeper into, like, why I'm not going out, the heaviness of the world, like, just mm-hmm. that whole vibe. You know, it's not just, like, I don't want to go out. It's just I need time to recharge. I got to, you know, have time to myself. I got to think about some shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, when you guys listen to Don't Wait Up, that's what it's about. It's not a love song. Even though it sounds like one. I love that. Is it yeah. kind of slow or is it? It's slow. Okay. Yeah. Like it's slow, slow, melodic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, oh, she writing about. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. Nope. You're like, no, bitch, I'm staying uh, in I'm staying. <laughs> right. Get comfy, your wine and turn it on. My comfy cozies. Okay. <laughs> my onesie. My slippers. <laughs> oh, yes. Truly. Fresh out of the shower, um, clean. Like, yes. Covered in lotion. Just like. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah that's what it's about the visuals are gonna reflect that and yeah it sounds very different from my previous ep which i love it sounds way more grown way more like where i'm at right now yeah. so i think it'll be nice yeah cool little switch i love that mm-hmm. and then um those are the four yes are we you had said something about potentially doing a fifth potentially doing a fifth or like or a deluxe um mm-hmm. i have a song called angel that i wrote about my little sister that i think i might want to put on there oh um, tell me about her oh she's just the sweetest she's, an she's angel. just the sweetest little girl <laughs> yeah she's an angel we're nine years apart um oh, wow. she's turning yeah she's turning 21 next year and even though it's a big gap like we've always been very close mm-hmm. but there's been certain times in my life where I've felt like a mom to her, even though I'm not. Yeah. Like my mom is very much present. It's a very, very big much sister thing though. Yeah. yeah. It's my, my mom is very much present, very much her mother, but I just, I try to find the balance of like being a big sister, like being a sister, like, yeah, girl, mm-hmm. tell me everything and being like, okay, like, no, you don't need, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. Um, it's I about her. Yeah. More sister songs. I've, yeah, I have a little sister and, 
How I old just, is she? She, well, we're actually very close in age. Yeah. So my parents got right to it. She, I'm 23. That's what I'm trying she's to do. 22. Bow, bow, bow. So like my, her and I are 13 months apart. So my oh, mom was, said, my yeah. mom was switching birth controls Screaming. and <laughs> accidentally got pregnant with Screaming. my sister. <laughs> oh, cute though. But it, you know what? It like, even though she was an accident, I my wonder mom if was she like was like panicking. She's like, I'm going to have two newborns I was going to say, house. I was like, I wonder if she was pissed. Like, oh my God. She was frantic. She was like horrified. She's like, what am I going to do? Yeah. I mean, there was, there was some times where it wasn't easy. I'll, yeah. I'll give my mom that. My sister and I, we used Y'all to look fight. Basically twins. Yeah. I mean, we're, Almost Irish twins, I think, or whenever they're like twelve months apart. Mm-hmm. So we're almost Irish twins, um, but you know now she's my best friend, mm-hmm. and like I, the older you get, I just wish that everyone could have a sister. Like, yeah, like I agree. I just I love having her. Like, it, every life girl is needs so a sister. Special. Yes, yeah. I agree. And then I have my some two little friends cousins. become sisters. That is very which true. Is that is also very true. great. Yeah. My um my cousins are also really close to us. Um, they're four years younger than me, and same kind of thing. Like I view them as my little sisters as mm-hmm. well. Like where like I want to mother them, but then I'm also like, tell me everything. But then I'm also like, right. oh, don't like do you that. have a mother. Like, I can't be. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna be your mother. Yeah, yeah. I gotta chill. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I love that. I Definitely think, understand. I think you should add it in there. Yeah, I, I think love, I should I too. Love a sister moment. That's another. That's a song that's so vulnerable and special to me. Yeah. Because she's struggled in her life she struggled mm-hmm. with like anxiety and just other things and that generation in general they've had to deal with a lot like yeah. growing up on social media mm-hmm. is crazy so um I've, i kind of wrote that about her and like her struggles but like the beauty that comes of it and what i feel like god is telling her and stuff so it's a very spiritual inspirational song i think yeah. um that i think is beautiful so i think i'll put it on there and um yeah, one more. I had another one that I'm just blanking on. A sixth on. song. Yeah. Or is that? Well, that would that be, be the fifth. Well, if it's a deluxe, I'll probably add two more. Okay. Yeah. Love. So it'll be six. Yeah. That angel will be the fifth, but yeah, we'll see. Things yeah. could change. Yeah. The way my mind works. You Who know. knows? <laughs> but this EP is definitely coming out. Yes. The deluxe, my mind could change. Well, we're already talking about it on here, so it has to. Now. Right. You're right. It has to. We're already. We've already spoken it into existence. You're right. Um, okay, so there's a thing I do with all of my guests, Kay. and I ask them the same two questions. You can take as much time as you need okay. um, to think of the answers. But um, my first question is, and now I'm blanking on it. Um, what's my first question? Sing. Now I'm blanking on it. <laughs> <laughs> I no sing, way. speak all the time. It gets a little oh, nauseous. Gosh, I thought it was raining. No, those are the leaves. The fall leaves. Um, okay, so my first question to you is, what is your biggest piece of advice for an upcoming artist um, in this industry? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I have anything super deep, but I know the one thing that has been working for me is to just do it while you're afraid. Like, just do it even if it's scary. Do it even if it makes you anxious. If it's out of your comfort zone, um, every single major moment that's happened for me to get me to where I'm at now, um, I've I'm able to do music full time. I've been able to tour since 2019 as as a full time job. I've worked with amazing artists, and I have anxiety, and I'm I can be 
shy. Well, I don't think I'm like shy, but I'm introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the best networker. Like I don't mm-hmm. go to a bunch of mix and mingles and like meet a bunch of people. That's not my forte. But I think in the moments when I've just done it and not think too much about yeah. it, that's when I get the blessing that's on the other side. Yes. In my experience. Yes. Um, so, and I think that's just the way God works with me too. It's like, you're not, you have to do it. You have to make that leap. You have to jump mm-hmm. off the cliff because there's a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. No, I, I love that. I mean, in a creative space, especially when it comes to releasing music, or maybe it's your first time releasing a song mm-hmm. or a podcast or whatever it is. It seems so intimidating because you want it to be perfect. Yes. But I struggle with perfectionism as well. Yes. And like, just keep, you know, like, just like, just do it. Just do it. Like Nike, just do it. Yeah. It's so cliche. It seems so simple. Like, just do it. But it takes, you know, but I got to get on TikTok and I got to make the song. I got to mix and I got to do this show Mm -hmm. and I have to be on camera all the time. It's like, yeah, this industry is very difficult and there's a lot of moving parts, but you just take one thing at a time mm-hmm. and conquer one fear at a time and not think of it as such a big, huge, scary thing. Like you'll be where you want to be before you know it. Yeah. In my opinion. I love that. Yeah. Um, my second question for you is what is something that you had to learn the hard way? Ooh. Like maybe like a mistake that you've made that you'll never make again or. Pertaining to music? Or life, both. Whatever you want. All of the above. That's a great question. Sorry, repeat it. A mistake I'll never make again? Or. I mean, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Yeah. Hmm. I think most of my mistakes, I try to say I don't regret anything, but I feel like. It ties into my advice. I think most of my regret, most of my regrets come from not doing something that I'm scared of. And that can pertain to anything in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Telling someone how you feel. um, Even even a friend, like if they hurt you and you didn't tell them right in that moment and now it's festering Mm -hmm. Um, music wise, like someone wanted to book you for a show and you were too scared to do it and you regret that not doing it because there's so much opportunity that could anything um any regret I have it's I look back and I'm like I should have did that I should I should have did it yeah whatever whatever it is I can't think of anything specific but I have so many moments where I'm like I should have did that why I like and it's not like the Lord I have my moments where the Lord convicts me and mm-hmm. is like, I have the discernment, like, don't do that. Yeah. And then, then there are moments where God is like, you're going to want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I let my fear, you know, push me out of yeah. doing it. So probably just that, like, don't be scared to do whatever that thing is that you're scared to do. Yeah. Well, or scared to talk about. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and um, Thank you for being having open me. and vulnerable with us. Um, we're so excited for your project. E- oh my God, I almost said project EP. It's the same. I know, yeah. but that didn't, I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> EP we're project. so excited for your project, <laughs> Me you. Time, to come out. Thank you. Um, 
This is your time. Plug all the things. Tell people where they can find you. Plug, plug, plug. All the things. Go to Plug City. Okay, Plug City. My name is Lo Narell. That's L-O space N-A-U-R-E-L. Um, you can find me on all platforms, all streaming platforms under that name. My Instagram is lo.narell, so L-O period, Narell. Um, and let's see, TikTok, I believe, is at Low Narell, just yes. Low Narell. Everything but will also be linked in the show notes below. Everything linked in her by or her show notes on YouTube. And also everything is leaked in my leaked. <laughs> Everything's linked, linked in We're my Instagram bio as well. Yeah, where's our heart? Everything's linked in my Instagram bio as well. So you won't miss it. Exactly. Well, yep. thank you once again. Thank and you. And as always, you know where you can find me at hosted by Riley Nelson on all the platforms. Now you can find this hits different on YouTube and Instagram at this hits different podcast. Um, and you can find this wherever you get your podcast. Uh, tell a friend, write a review, leave a hate comment, do whatever you want to do. Things. All the like things. Like and subscribe. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Well, thank and you. And go guys. check out Draft Pick. Yeah. Go listen to Draft Pick. Go Stream to Draft, Draft Pick. Pick right now. It's so good. If you want a song to make you feel like hyped and like a bad bitch, this is the one. It's the one. I'm telling you. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no.